What is good, YouTube? Quinway Basketball Analysis coming to y'all with instant analysis again. We're going to talk about the San Antonio Spurs defeating and owning the Bucks tonight in a 93-111 to victory. The Bucks play very well to me considering that they didn't have Drew Holiday. They didn't have Giannis. They didn't have Chris Middleton again. But the Spurs ended up getting this one done early in the first half. 31 to 27 in the first quarter, 23 to 19 in the second quarter, and they finished it in the fourth quarter, 28 to 17. When the game was basically over, they just had to ride their way to victory. They shot 50% from the field because mostly of their shots came from transition. The Bucks missed a lot of shots early, and they punished them to me in transition. They shot 38% from three, which is above average, especially for a team. And they shot 86% from the free throw line, 13 to 15. Didn't have a lot of free throw attempts, but made them when they got there. This is an overall good coaching game by... Um, Greg Popovich, Jeremy Sohan has had a solid rookie season, 10 points plus 22 and plus minus. He did have four personal fouls, which you don't want to see, but he did still play 30 minutes. He had two turnovers, but he had one block. He had two assists and seven rebounds total. He shot two for two for the free throw line or two from the three point line. And he was four or seven from the field. Good defensive game. Um, I feel like he was roamy. He was rangy defensively. He kept his hands up. Good verticality and good hands trying to go for the swipes and the steals. Like I said, he did have one block tonight, but he did have four personal fouls, but he is a rookie. You expect him to make bonehead decisions throughout games as he continue to learn players and how they play and how they like to play. He see it in scouting is one thing, seeing it in scouting, playing against somebody. You can see the height, the speed, and the physicality, something that you can't really teach until you play against the person and then you get to also see their tendencies and what they like and what they don't like to do so it's interesting to see what kind of defender he'll be two to three years from now i can see him being an all nba defender early just based off how he played so far defensively as a rookie offensively i'm still curious to see what he's going to do is he going to be a mid-range guy a three and d guy is he going to be a guy that's going to be a draymond green light or will he be more of a ben simmons type of player that can rebound pass and score frequently or inconsistently or be a streaky scorer um he only took seven shots that's why i say that he don't take that many shots per game but he also never was drafted for the offense he was drafted more for his defense kind of like ben simmons just being a well-rounded player just not great or amazing or elite in any area besides defense even though those players are still rare to find they're still valuable to have in my personal opinion um Keldon johnson still their leading scorer their game high was 29 for him um, for their San Antonio Spurs, he was plus seven. He also had two personal fouls. He had four turnovers. He had one steal, two assists, two rebounds total. He also was six and six from the free throw line, five or eight from three. He was nine to 17 from the field. This is an overall great game from Keldon defensively and offensively, only getting two personal fouls while still having that one steal. He did turn the ball over a lot, but he's still learning how to score and how to space the floor at the same time. Just trying to keep that balance of when to score, when to shoot, when to pass is a growing process, is a growing pain process, too, for Greg Popovich and Keldon, but they've been hard on him, and he has reacted to being one of the best players and one of the most improved players this year. I had him in that category, and I'm really seeing that he's thriving. It's going to be a good chance for him to win that award this season. 
Uh, Jacoperto was dominant in that paint. He played 30 minutes. He was 7-11 from the field. He didn't attempt a three, but he was 1-3 from the free throw line. He did have a double-double, 10 rebounds, 15 points, 3 assists. He also had 4 blocks. He's been one of the best rim-protecting centers in the league, and he showed that again tonight, even against Brook Lopez. He manned the paint in the rebounds, 7 defensive rebounds. 3 of them was offensive, and he also blocked and, and protected the rim and stymied people at the rim and also kept them out of the paint for the most part. And he only had three personal fouls. He was a plus nine and plus minus, and he only had two turnovers. Um, Jones had nine points. He was a plus eight, two personal fouls, one turnover, one block, one steal. He did have nine assists, which was huge for them. Five rebounds, one of one from the three-point line, four of seven from the field. He's their point guard. He's still learning the game, still maturing as a decision maker, as a playmaker, and as a scorer. This is a good step forward for Jones. Um, Devin Vassell still trying to improve as a scorer. Didn't shoot the ball well from three, two, or seven, but was nine to 17 from the field. You like to see that. Um, the aggressiveness is something that he needs, and I feel like he did very well and a good job at that tonight, 10 uh, nine of 17 from the field, five rebounds. He also had one block, one turnover, one personal foul. He was a plus 22 with 22 points. When you look at the bench, Isaiah Roby didn't really do much. Uh, goose eggs throughout the whole two minutes, which ain't that bad because he only played two minutes total. Doug McDermott had another solid game off the bench, 10 points. He did have three turnovers, unfortunately, but he was a plus six and plus minus, two personal fouls, one assist, three rebounds. He also was two or three from three, four or seven from the field. Katie Bates-Diop um, had zero points all across the board besides one rebound. He also was one of zero for one from the field, zero one from three. Basically, um, five points plus nine for him. Four personal fouls, got in foul trouble quickly in 18 minutes. He also had three turnovers, four blocks, which was great for him. He also had 14, I mean, 14 rebounds and four assists, which was huge. That's a career high for him, 14 rebounds. 11 of them was defensive, three of them was offensive. One of two from the three-point line, two of three for um, the field, something that you want to continue to see him do as a center and as a backup. They needed one, and I feel like he is a great one, and he gives them some type of 3 and D type of thing, protect the rim and hit the mid-range and hit the three type of guy. I want to see more of him in the future. Richardson, 2 of 10. Josh Richardson, 2 of 10 in 23 minutes, 1 of 6 from 3. Um, two rebounds. He also was one block, one turnover, one personal foul. He was a plus 14 with seven points. And Romeo Langford from the Celtics, four points, negative seven he had three personal fouls, two turnovers, one steal, one rebound, and two of five from the field, or one from the three-point line. Not a terrible or a bad game, just a solid game from Langford. Don't really know what to expect out of him um, in the future. And Hall, zero points across the board, um, no attempts, uh, and one assist in all that he was able to contribute. And for the Milwaukee Bucks, just lacked offense, just lacked that interior defender that Giannis is and that interior scorer, that, that would have been the balance breaker in this game. But this is a solid game from the role players. 16 points for Bobby Porras, 12 rebounds, a double-double for him. He was a negative 7 and plus-minus, two turnovers, two assists, one steal. He also was 1 of 4 from 3, 6 of 15 from the field. Not that efficient, but not a terrible game. Jordan Nawara. Three from 13, really struggled shooting the ball, really took some bad shots. He usually does, but just had a bulk of them tonight, and he couldn't make a three besides one. He was one of four, one of one from the free throw line, 
seven rebounds, five assists. He was a negative 28 because of shot selection, and he only had eight points total. Brooke Lopez, 19 points, was a negative 17 because of his five turnovers and his four personal fouls. He also did have two blocks, one steal, two assists, three rebounds, which is terrible. You got to have more rebounds than that. If you Brooke Lopez, he had a game. That his last game, he had double digits and rebounds. Tonight, couldn't really grab one, stayed on the perimeter too much. They had got him out of that paint and abused him for the San Antonio Spurs. You just can't have that happen. If you Brook Lopez, got to be more of a force and a more of a dominant figure in that paint. They really did miss Giannis tonight because of that. He was 3 of 7 from 3, 6 of 14 from the field, which was decent but not dominant like he's been the last couple games without Giannis. Now they fall to 2 and 1 without Giannis. Javon Carter, another confidence builder for him, didn't play well the first two weeks to me in the last two weeks of the NBA season, but played well with Drew Holiday being out, with Chris Middleton being out, with Giannis and Pat Connaughton being out. Drew, Drew Holiday we was the guy that was demanding majority of the attention with Giannis. Now without him, Brooke Lopez and Bobby Porters and Javon has stepped up. Um, I feel like Javon has really um, embraced that role. 7 to 15 from the field, 5 of 3 from the three-point line, 2 of 3 from the free throw line. He also had two rebounds, six assists, one steal. Yeah, four turnovers, which was bad. He also had three personal fouls because he was just a little too aggressive defensively, but he was a negative five and plus minus. Marjan um, Bochamp, um, eight points, negative 24, one steal, two assists, four rebounds. He also was 0-6 from three, four or 13 from the field. Didn't really shoot that well, didn't really get to the basket as frequently as he would like. Um, really relied too much on the three, tried to get a rhythm going, just couldn't get it going tonight. Uh, like I said, he's streaky on the mid-range and the three. Is still trying to build his confidence and his athleticism will come when people respect his jump shot more and then he'll be able to take more advantage of getting to the basket when the jump shot goes in. People going to give him the open three because he hasn't shown and proven that he can make it consistently, and that's the biggest problem with him. But he's a rookie. He's young. Him and Jeremy had solid games across the board for rookies, and you expect to see more. Just keep your head up, Marjan. Just keep your head up, and you will be a champion with the Bucks eventually um, before Giannis leaves, if, if, even if it includes retirement. Um, he got to leave the Bucks eventually. Three points for um, uh, Maluku. Uh, I forgot how to say his name, but the power forward, uh, one of four from the field, uh, Malukel Shabi. I don't know how to say that. One of four from the field, one of two from three, uh, four rebounds, three points. He was a plus, negative two and plus minus. Serge Ibaka had 11 points, nine rebounds, uh, two personal fouls, negative three and plus minus, two of five from the free throw line, one of three from three point and four or nine from the field. Uh, Thanasis finally got some minutes. He had played six minutes. He was 0-1 from the field, three rebounds, negative seven, and plus minus one turnover, one personal foul, zero points. George Hill, five points, one of nine from the field, one of zero of five from three, um, three of four from the free throw line. He did have four assists. And Wesley Matthews had two points, 0 of five from the field, 0 of five from three, two of two from the free throw line, two rebounds, one assist, three steals, two blocks for Wesley Matthews, um, plus 
four and plus minus and one personal foul and um, COVID illness for Grayson Allen. He was another starter that they missed. They needed one more score. Grayson Allen could have tipped the balance because Marjan didn't shoot the ball well, but he couldn't play because of COVID. No Pat Connaughton, no Grayson, no Drew Holiday, no Giannis, no Chris Middleton. Just too many starters, too many important role players missing tonight. And the Spurs took advantage of it. The Spurs needed this W more than the Bucks did. The Bucks had a game to lose. Even when the Bucks lose tonight, they still will have the best record in the NBA because they'll be 10-2. They are now 3-2 away from Pfizer Forum. The Spurs improved to 6-7 and 3-5 and and from home. Um, the, the Bucks shot 32% from the field, 27% from three, and 73% from the free throw line as a team, and that was the game. They just couldn't score from the mid-range, couldn't score from three, couldn't get enough consistent offense, couldn't get into a flow, couldn't get into a rhythm, and that can get you can give credit to the San Antonio defense, how they defended, how they how they played, and how they crowded the paint and forced them to take more perimeter shots, and how they attacked them in the paint. And, and in transition because all the misses that they had and they was able to pile up an easy early lead and was able to ride that to victory tonight. Other than that, Quinn Wade, basketball not sign out on analysisplayground.com. I'll also be doing this on YouTube. Also, you can check out my instant analysis coming out later tonight with the Minnesota-Memphis Grizzlies game um, will be coming out tonight too. Um, look out for that. Other than that, Quinn Wade, basketball not sign out. Hope you guys enjoy the weekend. See you guys later.